Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Harry Pell, and today we are studying Masachet Psachim Daf Kuf Gimel. That's Tractate Psachim Daf 103. The running dialogue on today's daf has to do with the proper order of blessings within Havdalah at the end of Shabbat and the beginning of a Yom Tov when the two come together. And there are no less than eight opinions with many reasons for the different aspects of the dispute. Too much to cover in a short window of time, but worthwhile to think about all the same. The five elements of Havdalah in a situation like this are 1. Yain, the blessing of Borei Priyagafen over wine or grape juice. 2. Kiddush, the blessing of Kiddush for the Yom Tov that is beginning. 3. Ner, the blessing over the candle marking the end of Shabbat. 4. Havdalah, the Havdalah blessing itself, distinguishing normally between Shabbat and Chol, or weekday, and in this case, between Shabbat and Yom Tov. And finally, on most holidays other than the end of Pesach, 5. Zman, the Brachav Shehechianu, recited at the beginning of a holiday that we have not experienced since the previous year. For today's daily daf differently, I'd like to focus on two excerpts from this daf, the first of which comes from the top of 103, Kuf Gimel, Amud Aleph. There is a question as to the proper order of Havdalah, and we see a desire on the part of the rabbis to know the true order, as well as a beautiful parable for thinking about the relative merits of Shabbat and Chag. The narrative goes like this. Shlachle Avuha Dishmuel Lerabi. The father of Shmuel, who is known as Abba ben Abba, sent for Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, the author of the Mishnah, because they had a question. His request was, Yilamdenu Rabbeinu Seder Havdalot Heach. You should teach us, our rabbi, our teacher, the order of Havdalah, how do we do it? Shalachle, he sent back his response, Kach Amar Rabbi Ishmael bar Rabbi Yossi, She'amar Mishum Aviv, this is the way Rabbi Ishmael, son of Rabbi Yossi, said in the name of his father, She'amar Mishum Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya, who himself said it in the name of Yoshua ben Hananya, Ner, Havdalah, Yain, Kiddush. First light the candle, then make the Havdalah blessing, then bless over the Yain, the wine, and finally recite Kiddush for the day that's coming in. Amar Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina said, Mashal de Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya, Lemelech nichnas. In thinking about this, we have to ask, how do we examine Shabbat in light of Yom Tov, the Shabbat that's ending, Yom Tov that's beginning? And he uses a parable. It's a parable of what you do when a king is leaving a city and a governor is coming in. Because if you think about the order that Yoshua ben Hananiah proposed to us, his first two were Ner and Havdalah, the things that we are doing to end Shabbat, and then the Yain, which we would need either way, and then Kiddush, which is really starting Yom Tov. So he is clearly putting Shabbat first and Yom Tov second. And Rabbi Hanina is sharing with us this parable that explains it. How is it like when a king leaves a city and a governor comes in? According to the conclusion of this parable, this is again from the top of 103a, Melavinat HaMelech ve'achar kach yotzim likrati parkos. 
If you have this situation, if you live in a city that a king is leaving and a governor is coming in, the first thing you do is take the time to properly escort the king out. Only then, once you're out, are you in a position to welcome in the governor. So, while we don't necessarily reach a conclusion at this point about the proper order, we do learn something very sweet about Shabbat relative to Yom Tov, and I like thinking of Shabbat as the king and Yom Tov as the Iparkos, the governor. The other excerpt on this daf that I find highly meaningful comes on Amud Bet toward the bottom of the page, as Rav Yaakov Bar Abba is visiting Rava around the time of Havdalah, and the narrative is as follows. Ki mata la'avdule, kam shamai v'adlik avuka mishraga. When it came time to make Havdalah, the Shamae, the attendant or servant of Rava, arose and lit a torch, avuka, mishraga, from a, a simple light, a, a lamp or a candle. Amar lay, Rav Yaakov Bar Abba said to Rava, his teacher, Lamalach kulehai, why do you need all this? Why do you need this huge torch? Wouldn't it be sufficient to just have a candle? Haman chashraga, you had a candle all along. Amar lay, this is Rava now responding back to Rav Yaakov Bar Abba, Shama'a midate dinafshe ka'aved. My servant, what he did, he did according to his own reasoning. I didn't ask him to bring a torch. He would have been fine to just bring a candle as far as I'm concerned. He brought a torch because of whatever reasoning was going on in his head. Amar lay, this is now Rav Yaakov Bar Abba, quite boldly challenging Rava. I la mine demar la hava aved. Let's be honest here, Rava. If your servant hadn't understood this to be what you desired, whether you said it verbally or not, if he did not understand this to be what you wanted, he wouldn't have done it like this. Amarle, Rava responds, Lo savarle mar, do you not also, also hold avuka lahavdala mitzvah minu mufchar, that the preferable way to do the mitzvah of havdalah is with a torch? And in fact, odds are Rav Yaakov Bar Abba did hold that way because we do hold that to have a torch, to have a multi-wick candle is the optimal way to do Havdalah. Nevertheless, I think that there's a lot we can learn from this piece of the sugya. I think, in fact, that it's a cautionary tale to all of us about the power of influence over others, even without using words. In this sugya, Rava was quick to claim that whatever his servant was doing, he was doing of his own accord, according to his own preferences. No, teaches Yaakov Bar Abba, you, Rava, may not have verbally or specifically requested a torch for Havdalah, but you have to think about the extent of your influence. Your servant was acting under your influence whether you recognize it or not. And we all have influence over others in our lives, and we must recognize that and be able to be honest with ourselves, as perhaps Rava was not, to distinguish between times when our associates are acting on their own versus when they're acting based on our perhaps even unspoken influence. Thank you and Yishakach. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Daf differently and I look forward to sharing more of Masachet Pesachim with you tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.